All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. And joining me this evening, go fuck yourself supreme, Aaron from Timeline Earth. How's it going, buddy? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, man, not much. Beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a good day for a white wedding and a good day to uh, piss people off. So <laughs> it's always, yep. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, maybe not Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, you kind of got to put the brakes on it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe take Just a rest. <laughs> nope. Could be worse. Could be worse. I find be- that Tuesdays are my most hateful day. If you go through my Twitter, you'll <laughs> find that uh, most of my absolute bangers that come at other people's expense are usually on a Tuesday or a Wednesday midweek where I'm just angry. Yeah. Not at any particular thing. It's just kind of everything. It's just kind of pissing you off at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how it goes. It's a good space to be in, especially nowadays. Yeah, that's very true. Especially Tuesday. Cause then you're like, I'm just coming off of Monday, which I already don't like. No, you don't. <laughs> and Friday's not here yet. So <laughs> Mondays are the new N word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, must be a What's generous Saturday because he said N-word instead of full nigger. So that's okay. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I, I wasn't sure if I'm allowed to uh, fucking drop those uh, fucking neutron bombs. Uh, man, you can say anything you want. The FCC is not hiding out in a bush outside my house. I, at least I don't think so. So. <laughs> yeah. Not the FCC at least. <laughs> yes. Maybe the ATF. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I love meme culture because now the ATF meme with the, uh, the cartoon guy peeking over the wall has now made it to the gifts in uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like searching for something the other day. I was like, yeah, this is totally a fed. So I looked up fed and the gif and sure enough, that was like the first hit. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's already bad enough that the Wojak stuff is in there. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how up you are on, the goings on of the Mises caucus, but, uh, you know, my, my brand is a- adding just a sprinkling of Marxist Leninism. Yes. And uh, their, their strategy with what little fucking, what microscopic amount of influence I have. Right. Uh, but today I got a DM from one Byler at okay. who I've talked to before. And uh, I want to I want to throw this out to you. It's a post on Facebook by Michael Heiss, who was the creator and founder of the Mises Caucus. I don't know if I don't know if that's true, but that's what I consider him. Yeah. So the LPPA, the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania Convention, just both voted to not allow 20 or so people who are registered libertarians in Pennsylvania and the Libertarian Party in Pennsylvania members who live there in the state to be voting members. So they voted to not allow 20 people that should be allowed. Then they just for the first time ever voted to not allow new members to vote. And there are more new members here than people who have been here for, for 180 rules. Hmm. The chair was openly biased, ignored several appeals of his ruling with seconds. This has never happened before in the history of the state party. They have been bragging about an explosion of membership while now excluding that new membership, knowing that much of that growth is attributable to the Libertarian Mises Caucus. Mm. They also believe that this type of railroading will deter us. It won't. We're just going to have to come back stronger as we always have. So, wow. my whole thing is... And I thought I had problems down here in Louisiana. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but this is the type of strategy that works. Yes. It's using a... it's using the uh 
this structure of a democratic system against itself, changing yeah. the rules. Yeah. Outside of outside of a democratic process. And yeah. that's yeah. how that's how you win. So granted, this is very bad for the LPNC. This is very bad for the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania, all the Mises guys over there. Right. But let's let's see in the next couple of weeks what happens and how effective it is. And I hmm. guarantee that this is going to be kind of a game changer or it'll at least it'll at least be a setback to the LPMC of, of Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's not going to be uh, going over very well with anybody really. <laughs> Absolutely not. But you know, like, what? like even the Sarwark uh, sycophants out there, uh, they would even kind of say, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's kind of uh, what their problem is. Yeah. Is, uh, a strict adherence and love of democracy. Yeah, that's uh, definitely going to be a problem. See, down here in Louisiana, we had a a big thing. There's like a couple of parishes that aren't really organized, but they would show up to the state central committee, and you know they got like one guy to be like the uh, the chairman of that particular parish party, and the only people who voted for him was like a couple of his cousins. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey man, that's how you get shit done. That's how you build the foundation. Right. And so it's all like, yeah, we, we know why you're here. That's like, if, if there was more people in your group, you probably wouldn't be elected, but, uh, but here you are. <laughs> yeah. That kind of, that kind of stuff gets fun, especially when you start learning a little bit of the backside of it. Cause I was the elections chair for a couple of years. And so I got to see a lot of how the sausage was made and I was like, uh, I should have said no to this. I should have just let no to win. <laughs> but I mean, you know, this is this is how the sausage gets made. And if the LPMC wants to be a serious contender and wants to seize power in these in these state these state organizations, yeah, you got to get conniving kind of, and sneaky very quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope, for the sake of the LPMC, because I do like them, um, I hope that they take that they take note of these tactics and just consider this a minor setback do what they can behind the scenes to offset it yeah. and then learn from it. Yeah. You better be learning from it. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause they, right now they are a tide that can't be stopped. Yeah. But they can be set back. Yeah. I remember in uh, 2018 when they kind of first came out and, you know, we had a lot of excitement behind it and everything. And, uh, and just seeing how quickly Mike Heiss got all that stuff together and, uh, you know, you kind of recognize then it was like, OK, well, you know, they have this bash and they've got all of the big names that next our work were said were bad people to, to be at the same place at the same time. You know, I was like, uh, I was like, OK, there, there's something going on here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trump Trump showed there is a demand for reaction uh, yes. across the entire spectrum of the right. It doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter how fucking ineffective he was. It doesn't matter that he was a grifter and didn't actually do anything. Right. Um, well, he didn't. He didn't actually accomplish anything politically, but culturally, there is a demand for reaction, and it yes. kind of seeps into the political realm. And I think we're at the height of that right now. And um, this is, you know, this is the time for, you know, the the libertarian right, and especially the alt right, to kind of regather, regather the troops, and fucking make make a big push. Yeah, not a push. We don't want that. No, I'm not a beer hall pooched. That would be that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that was supposed to be January 6th. I was hoping January 6th would be something like that, but 
I know, yeah. no, no. Just the uh, boomers um, on a on an unguided tour. That was it. Yeah, yep. I mean, taking a shit in Nancy Pelosi's office is not quite the nine eleven. I, I I hoped it would be, but I still mean, funny. It's, yeah, it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my 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 whole thing about that and you still see the uh AOCs of the world to get it up there. It was like, yeah, they wanted me dead. I was like, no, you weren't even near where any of that was taking place. And then the hey, one time I that you say you wish. got scared was a Capitol <laughs> Police officer looking for you to make sure that you were okay. Yeah. Yep. While you cowered in a bathroom like a little like a little baby. So Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that that was just kind of a, a trial run that went badly and then the next time they'll get their shit together. If I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun to fed post. Yes, definitely. In Minecraft. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. I, I was uh, using that euphemism the other day, and my 12-year-old kind of looked at me and was like, I don't think you liked Pine- Minecraft. I was like, I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Roblox. <laughs> yeah, Roblox. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. Uh, that's where a lot um, of I was it. hoping to pick your brain. Okay, go for uh, it. Pick away. What are your thoughts on the um, the batch of agorists that have absolutely no no love for the the political approach um i'm thinking like vin armani and sal the agorist and everybody else that generally i i agree with yeah but uh it's not like it's not like i disagree with them it's more like they disagree with us right yeah uh sal's been going uh pretty hard in the paint against the uh, the mises caucus and uh yeah. vin a little bit less so i mean he kind of went after dave smith a little bit when he kind of announced that he was running for president mm-hmm. like a little bit uh i can kind of see their point uh that it is just kind of like a waste of time uh but at the same time if you got somebody locally that can maybe do something like on a city council or you know like down here we have parish councils and stuff like that you might be able to affect some kind of change on the local level just on the national level i think it's a little bit more of a waste of a time so i think they're both correct and incorrect at the same time (laughs) yeah yeah i i feel the same way i think they it's hard because I don't know, I don't know how deep the uh, LPMC leadership um, will get into that, those conniving methods, those backhanded undemocratic methods that they need to get into. I don't know if they're all on the same page as far as that goes, but if they are, then I think the, the skeptics, the, the political, the political action skeptics at the agorists, um, I think they just have the wrong idea of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, if you go into it not having zero interest in earnest participation in a democratic process, then you're not really playing the political game. What you're, what the goal would be is to manipulate the democratic process to set the stage for agorism, to set the stage for decentralization, for balkanization, for secession, or whatever, for some, some type of action that's in the realm of revolution and not in the realm of reform. Right. Um, I don't. I don't think the system can be reformed. No, absolutely not. Reform. So, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that libertarians and and communists can agree on universally is that reform is uh, an illusion. It might give you a temporary, uh, temporary benefits materially, but like all, all that means is that it's time to push more. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to label a giant dumpster as reform and then just throw the whole system in there, I guess. Absolutely. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> Oh, that, that's that's kind of uh 
there's uh what i what i hope the mises caucus is doing and then i go on facebook and i'm like oh yeah all right so you <laughs> like there's just it's 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 an odd dichotomy all these people that that need a reactionary outlet the reactionary yeah. political outlet to latch onto, and then they and then they go on to be like we need to respect the constitution oh we need to fucking we, yeah because it's worked out so well yeah we need we need to do our part to preserve the republic and i'm like you can't have it both ways you're either no. you're either in reaction 100 percent, or you're not no that is the whole thing is abolishment i mean that's what that's what i signed on for so you know yeah that's and, like I, yeah i don't want there to be a government system uh, of anything you know, but yeah. if we split it up and start the balkanization now and just get it over with, like ripping a Band-Aid off. You know? Yeah. And this is another thing. That's a multi-generational process. Yes. Um, it's broken up into little, little fucking struggles across, you know, local level, state level, national level, all these different phases of all these different struggles. And you're going to have setbacks and you're going to have defeats and you're going to have to change your tactics, change your strategies constantly. Yeah. And that's something that I think, uh, you know, I'm hoping that the the top leadership, the elite of the LPMC realize, and I, I'm just not plugged in enough to know. Um, yeah. The little bit that I've seen gives me some hope. But then, like I said, I go on Facebook and, you know, <laughs> I, maybe maybe they're just putting on a good front for PR and they're, they're, they're being me behind the scenes, but... <laughs> um it's i'm i'm kind i'm kind of not all the way in on them yet yeah uh i I think out of that whole party machine that's probably like the best thing that they got going uh i don't know how machiavellian they're they're going to be though yeah yeah and hopefully they they reach down into their pants and grab those set of nuts that they need and and go forward with it yeah i mean because i mean this thing that's going on with the lppa uh they're definitely out machiavellian them yeah definitely um and the only way, I mean, not knowing the whole situation, but, uh, you know, one, one approach you could take is getting all the Mises caucus members and locking out the votes, you know, staging a fucking sit in staging a, uh, you know, no, you we're, we're not allowing you on the premise to fucking to cast your vote. Right. Yeah. Um, that's uh, definitely something they'll have to bring up at that state convention and just make sure that they, uh, they get in there and hopefully they have like a, special rules change just for that yeah yep so it was just complaining about it on facebook about the lack of democracy i don't think that's going to be persuasive enough to really yeah. capture those that that reactionary spirit yeah they definitely need it and that was the reason why uh, donald trump was kind of liked by a lot of people it was because he dunked on the media and he was telling jokes the whole time mm-hmm. uh you know whether or not he was effective at anything other than that is uh that's going to be debated for decades but uh yeah i mean that was the only reason why people liked him it was just the, he called the media what they were it was just a bunch of fake news and you know the time that after the democratic national convention he greets him at the uh, the white house press office and he says well i hope everyone's convention went well you know just kind of letting him yeah. on yeah you know it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> like you're never gonna see you're never gonna see that coming from anybody else other than him so yeah, he he legitimized uh, right wing dissent in a way that probably nobody else could have. But then he then like politically he didn't really do anything. He wasn't the bull in the china shop. Yeah, that, that we were all loved. hoping that he would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Rogan had it right. Uh, he was just kind of the king of the, all all the assholes. 
and uh, <laughs> assholes found a found a front man. So, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely need somebody like that in uh, in our little uh, small little uh, pond that we've got going. So yeah, yeah. whether or not that's going to be Michael Heiser or Josh Smith, who knows? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe even uh, one one timeline Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to make you the guy. <laughs> I know. Like my worst nightmare would be like, okay, I'm involved in it now, and then I'm the only one saying the things that I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I just look like a complete asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really, guys? We're not. We're not going to. What do you mean you want to change the rules? That's that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert's rules of order. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I I actually have a copy of uh of of uh, Robert's rules of order over there, gifted to me from one Daniel Hayes. So. <laughs> uh, man. That's... Yeah, that'll be a good uh, little fucking. Um, companion to read alongside Lennon and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get all that stuff out of the way. This yeah. man, <laughs> yeah, it's, I I saw Chris Bangle. He had a uh, nice little tweet. He was like, you know, he's got a guy on there that uh, openly reads uh, Le- Leninist uh, propaganda, and I was like, oh, he's not he's not in on it. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Wait, talking about who? Talking about you, probably. Really. Yeah, I, I yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was uh, subtweeting uh, Pete, and uh, I, you've been on with Pete multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was. He he laid out one of those tweets, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder who he's talking oh, about I here." That. I, thank you for telling me that. That fucking makes me. That that makes my heart sore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, if you want to find it, you have to go through a whole bunch of Chris Spangle tweets. Just, uh, I'm just gonna know, let you know. know. You know, fair warning. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll make sure I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to be like mid-bite and having to spit it out and it's like that son of a bitch he said what yeah my, my my replies will probably get me nuked before i come upon it <laughs> yeah oh man i need to say something about this one. Oh man i need to call him a pussy oh man i need to call him a fucking oh here's the t- oh and i'm banned <laughs> <laughs> yeah you start even typing the tweet and i and then all of a sudden your account gets nuked i was like i didn't even hit tweet yet damn it yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm uh on my arduous march to 2000 followers and then you can expect uh something good maybe some fucking some back and forth with some autistic subculture that yeah ends up getting me nuked yeah sub 100 accounts that were just joined like last month those are my favorites oh yeah no the last <laughs> time they were like it was all like uh really just humorless alt-right people which disappointed me because i'm used to like 4chan like poll yeah you have like a good a good mix of like humorless autistic fucking like ethnats yeah and then people that won't you know that will take it to its ultimate joke yeah yeah and then yeah. people that'll just like be like haha you're a jew haha yeah <laughs> and then post like a, a good meme i've never seen before oh good but uh not so much on twitter <laughs> no not so much on twitter it is kind of fun when the uh, the two intersect, when slash poll and Twitter come together. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I've seen this before." <laughs> I was like, "I'm actually surprised it took this long to make it to Twitter." Look at that! And then you'll go on poll and see the screenshots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that that was that whole uh, you know the OK symbol being white power, and I just did it on the camera. So when you guys are watching this, you know. Uh, 
that all came from 4chan as a joke. I was like, I'll bet you we can get the media to bite on this. And sure enough, they did. <laughs> yeah. And then um, this was a few years ago, that whole thing with um, uh, Eichmann. What's his name? Fucking uh, the bald dude with glasses that went on Tucker. Something Eichmann. Oh, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Because that was an Adolf Eichmann. <laughs> from the yeah. Nazi party. Or... I don't know. He's some fucking Hollywood Jew guy that went on Tucker Carlson and like acted insane. He had like a binder and like was just like spewing out insane shit. Tucker was just laughing at him. He's giving then, him Tucker uh, face the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was like he was he was like dying laughing at how insane this guy was. Uh, <laughs> let, let me find it. Uh, it's like a legendary fucking interaction. Uh, this guy. So afterwards, he went on Twitter and um, was going back and forth. And this guy, Jew Goldstein, at Jew Goldstein. Um, what name for this, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> sent him this gift that was like, you deserve a seizure for your tweets. And yeah. it was like a strobe. And then <laughs> supposedly that guy's wife replied like, you just put him in an epileptic seizure and I'm calling the cops now. <laughs> and oh. it was like, I was, I was working an overnight in the Navy and like had nothing to do. So I was just watching this unfold and my fucking abs were like just, just rock hard after that from laughing. Just pain oh, the next day from all the strain. Oh my God. Yeah. And like I was showing all my buddies that I work with and like they were dying laughing. They weren't even like a fucking shitlord like I was. Right. They just knew that. A fucking guy named Jew Goldenstein put this Hollywood guy in a in a fucking epileptic seizure yeah. via via tweet. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that, that was like me more me more history. Yes, uh, first casualty. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Eichenwald, that's his name. Kurt Eichenwald. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, Eichmann, there you go. Eichenwald, same thing. <laughs> yeah, I can I can vault. Got to use the accent for it. Yeah. No, that's hilarious. I'm gonna have to go find that. I don't think I, I think that was one of the many Tucker things that I've missed. <laughs> yeah, you can find screenshots of it on a, on a, like message boards and shit if you just Google it. And goddamn, you deserve but a to be there in the moment, Jesus. be there in meme history. <laughs> uh, calling cops on tweets uh, that's always that's always gonna end in hilarity right there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we just had that a couple of days ago with the uh, with one of the uh, pedo accounts that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call the cops for uh, harassment. I was like, yeah. please. I've dude. never seen somebody talk on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. I'm gonna kill myself. It's like, uh, yeah, please do. Just go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know who you're? Do you know who's replying to you? Like, what do you think is gonna happen? Right. You think we're gonna be like, oh wait, guys, all right, I'm serious. Yeah, there was a couple of people in there. It was it's just like, do it, do it, do it. Oh man, Joshua Smith posted something like, uh, "Who should I have on as my next guest?" And somebody, somebody recommended me, so I, I went on and I wanted to put on like, oh, I have Richie Castaldo with like uh, some cock porn playing in the background and maybe like just a track of like a university cafeteria mixed right. in. <laughs> you got to you got to i mean these people take themselves way too seriously you know absolutely it's, like you could do like a howard stern bit where where you just have some guy pl- like doing the <laughs> in the background <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's, it's just so funny because when I see these people and they're reacting to Josh Smith uh, or uh, Dave Smith or anything, and you're like, guys, what are you what are you getting out of this? I mean, they're not taking it as seriously as you are, you know, and at this point, you're just making yourself into a large joke, you know? Yeah, um, I think that's and we're all guilty of it. But um, that's part of just being in an echo chamber where you imagine yourself to be a lot more intelligent and a lot more. <laughs> a lot more influential than you actually are. Oh, Dunning-Kruger in and, full effect. And then in the case of Richie Castaldo, you realize that, holy shit, all these fucking alt-right super trolls didn't get kicked off of Twitter, that nope. they do exist in members, and that they fucking hate you. Yes. And it, it kind of just probably broke his reality, <laughs> where it's not just one or two people that you can report, and then they're gone. It's it's literally like 20 people yeah. just bombarding you. And then ratioing you and getting ratioed when when you have that mindset of like i am i am morally superior there's no way i can possibly be wrong right uh, oh yeah the never probably, wrongs yeah i love those yeah, people. It, it probably just fucking like blew up his brain <laughs> and no we're not arguing in good faith with you like that that era is done yeah yeah are we gonna drop ad homs yes yes we are <laughs> yes we are are we gonna bring up your personal your personal issues that will advance our agenda at the expense of yours. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you've already done it to us. So yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? You're canceled. <laughs> yeah. Now I saw all this happening in uh, 2018, you know, that's like, uh, mm -hmm. the, they had the audacious caucus and, uh, I was like sitting there looking into it and I was like, okay, so you guys are really just kind of shit posting everything. Okay. I got, I know where you're coming from. And then, uh, one of my friends goes and runs for president, uh, Kim Ruff, nice lady wonderful person. And I was like, well, she screamed at her kids once. I was like, well, I'm sorry. What does this have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's fucking politics one one Yeah. And then uh, not even to mention all the stuff that Josh Smith went through. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just absolute crazy making. I was like, okay, all right. Maybe he's a bad boyfriend, but guys lay off. <laughs> You're not yeah. getting anywhere with this. Yeah. Nope. I, I can't, I can't even fathom to understand the level that you would have to sink to, to say, it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to start digging up all your, uh, all your dirty laundry and just put it out for everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I mean, no, fuck you. <laughs> but that's the level that we have to sink to. It's right. either we do it to them or they do it to us. <laughs> right. And we have but, to be better at it than they are. That's, that's, the, that's the other problem. You know what? We are because we're all fucking like, we're all just sick. Um, you know, jaded, fucking sarcastic assholes. And mo most of us are. Yeah, and like, yeah. that's precisely the attitude that we have to go into it with. And, you know, if, if we don't fucking win the election with the most votes, we don't give a fuck because that just gives us more fucking time to come up with our fucking, our meme magic. And that's right. It's, it's not really a loss for us. Yeah. Cause I can get on image flip and have a meme out there in like less than five minutes, you know? And, and it's a really good one. And it doesn't have like a paragraph on it that you have to read. It doesn't come accompanied with like a two page uh, PDF of explaining the meme. It's just out there and then people are going to laugh at it or they're going to get pissed off at it. Either way, I got them. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, God forbid I, I ever were to like run for an office, which I, I probably would never. But like if they were to dig up something <laughs> on me, like, oh, can you believe that he said the N word fucking 800 plus times on Twitter? And yeah, it's, it's just a word. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, all right, th thank you for the free advertisement. Like you just fucking like they, they don't they still don't understand 
that the more heinous you are, the, the more publicly heinous you are to them, like yeah, that's going to that's going to get eyeballs because people want to yeah, see a train yeah. wreck. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, oh. there's truth in that whole that old cliche saying of "there's no such thing as bad press." There's only press. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and nothing could be more prescient than uh it was like uh keith from uh, don't tread on anyone he was just doing a, a story about uh the guardian getting upset at odyssey because they have like an alt-right guy on there that talks about the white race and everything else and they name dropped him and i was like wow he's now got 100 more followers just because you name dropped him and even uh, keith said i have never even heard of this guy before <laughs> no, what what kind of a threat is he now i have to go look at his videos <laughs> I was like, I never heard of the guy. Don't name drop him. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, free press. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that is uh, rebelwithacausepodcast.com. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who our next guest is? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so funny. It's like the more it's the, it's the strike sand effect. You know, the more you tell people not to look at it and to, to ignore it, the more people are going to want to look at it. It's just, that's oh, human. Yeah. That's human nature. Especially nowadays, people are looking for anything new and anything different and anything with like, with a, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, a, uh, like Not, an edge to it. Yeah. Even if it's just like a blunt edge, just mm -hmm. some kind of edge. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's what they're looking for. That's the reason why Joe Rogan is so popular. Yeah. Yep. You know, when they, when they did the Spotify deal and they were looking at his numbers, it was like, how are you achieving 96% male? We can't even get that with any of our shows. And he's like, he's like, because I'm not specifically marketing just to guys. I, t I talk about a little bit about everything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you should be wondering why I've got 4% females that are listening. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. That's a, he, he filled a vacuum. He filled yeah. a vacuum of um, just wanting an alternative. Yeah. And that's, that's the reason why people flock to him. And granted, that guy pisses me off more than anybody else because he, he, he's the one that gets so close, but he just can't take himself over the edge. Yep. <laughs> it's like, come on, you're right there at the cliff. Just jump. Yep. I mean, he's, he's just now the gold standard of anybody in the podcasting arena. He is the gold standard to get on. Yeah. Like when you made it on Rogan, like, and everybody says this, when you've made it on Rogan, you know you've made it. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten so bad that people even know that if it's a good show, just based on the length of the episode, yeah. it's like, oh, it's under three hours. Nah, I might catch it later if I got nothing else. And based on the reaction to it, too, which I think. Yes. You know, that that Dave Smith episode. The, the yeah, the last one that he did, that oh, was yeah. uh, there. There was a bunch of people who were even asking me just like through private messages and uh, text messages. It's like, who's this Dave Smith guy? I was like, oh, sit down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well let me tell you yes <laughs> and like i'm not 100 percent on dave smith either i mean a i'm not really an anarcho-capitalist b right. i'm not really a, a I, I wouldn't i i'm not all in on the capital l libertarian <laughs> <laughs> nobody should be capital l libertarian please for the oh, love absolutely of not um we, pr we prefer the small l around here yeah, like I still have a remnant of that uh, skepticism and hostility towards the political process. Which everyone and, should have a healthy skepticism of the political process. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just it's like it's it's effectiveness in bringing about change. And right. and like I said, if you're going into it in, with with the idea that you're going to get get all the votes and fucking pass pass legislation and pass rule changes in a democratic way, then yeah, you're fucked. Like you're yeah. 
you're probably an enemy and you probably need to be gassed. But if you go into <laughs> it, you know, in that conspiratorial, um, underhanded, undemocratic strategy, that then a minority, a minority party like like the LPMC can easily fucking seize and consolidate power. Right. Yeah, I mean, more so on your local level, because I mean, you can you can definitely get elected at that local level, and then just do a whole bunch of libertarian shit that way. Yeah, and then for those of like for me, my my goal, my personal goal, is just to propagandize for them. Well, do whatever I can do until I see that they're either going about it the right way, or they're just another like a, a just an edgier version of a prag, pragmatic caucus. Yeah. Yeah, prags gotta love them. Because <laughs> without them, we our arguments wouldn't be as sharp. I guess yeah. that's I guess that's the only positive thing I can say about them. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have to drop so many end bombs if it weren't for them. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's uh, going to be a good place to drop it for today. We'll definitely have to get you back on at some point. Uh, Aaron, go ahead and drop all your plugs, buddy. Yeah, you can uh, you can find me at uh, TLE BTWA. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. G-F-Y, B-T-W-A, T-L-E on Twitter. And I don't even know if that's right. I, I don't remember. Find me on Twitter. Either way, it'll be linked down below yeah. in the show notes. So <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, this Friday, coming out with uh, the latest episode of Boys Town with Aaron, a Timeline Earth production. That is Boys Town uh, with, with, yeah, with, with a Z. With a Z. With a Z. With a Z. Not to be confused with any other Boys Towns or anything like that. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not Girls Town. No, definitely. We not don't. We don't need no sundress militia around here. <laughs> no, fuck that. Um, and I and I think I'm gonna stick with my flannels too. Yes, please do. Yeah. We need to bring the flannels back. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna fucking rebel against white boy summer and wear my flannels. Go go for it, tank tops and everything. <laughs> and then uh, other than that, uh, you can find me guesting on various podcasts. You know, like this much. one. Yeah, <laughs> you can DM me and ask me for a guest appearance, and I'll probably say yes, and then I'll forget about it. Yep. And then you'll message me, and I'll be like, "Oh fuck!" And then I'll end up uh, doing it in my car. Yeah, <laughs> just just like this one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was like in the barber shop when you when you messaged me. I'm like, oh, thank God I have my laptop. <laughs> yes. So so here he is in his car, like his head half shaved, and yep. part of his mustache is missing on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for having me on. Ah, uh, no problem, Aaron. Take it easy, man. You too. All right. All right, and there he goes, folks. Dang it! I forgot to tell him to go fuck himself. Oh well, Aaron, if you're watching this, go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> anyways guys uh check down below in the show notes i uh, will have his uh, twitter handle up there for you guys to peruse also the boys.town uh, website uh where he likes to post as well uh and that is boys town with a z with a z not an s okay trust me on that one and uh if you guys uh, also check down the show notes you can find all the different ways that you can support me if you want early access to these episodes you know as soon as i get them done i'll put them up there that is $1 per month, and you have all the access to that. And if I get anything else that I tickles my fancy and I want to get up onto the podcast form, uh, I'll throw it behind the paywall too, 
and you guys will have access to that as well. Uh, also, if you guys love coffee as much as I do, uh, Lorenzati.coffee. If you put in my promo code RWAC at checkout, you'll save yourself 10% on really great coffee. Any uh, order over 15 bucks is free shipping. And guys, they just added automatic drip. So if you've got one of those Mr. Coffee coffee makers, you can throw the Lorenzati in there and it'll still make you a great cup of coffee. So uh, other than that, guys, I will see you at Childerberg May 29th through the 31st at Mule Shoe Bend Recreation Area. I'm going to be out there. Uh, if you see me, I might be podcasting. Come up, say hi, give me a hug, whatever. No sloppy kisses. Mrs. Rebel would not appreciate that. Uh, but anyways, guys, take it easy, and I will see you next time here at Rebel with a Cause. Out. Out.